the morning. Um, we're on or coming towards um, the top of Hilmut base. I think we're right at the bottom of Dalit uh, sorry, we're right at the bottom of Hilmut Alat at the moment in the Vilna edition. Um, probably about the last line or the penultimate line, um, where it says Elon Chine Karabobarechon. Penultimate line, okay. Elon Shenekar Uvoberecha. If you've got a tree which uh, got uprooted and Uvoberecha and it has attached to it a layer, just to remind you again, a layer is where you bend a branch onto the ground and that branch takes, uh, takes its own root. And now the main tree gets uprooted and it's now attached to the ground simply by the layer which has taken root in the ground. So we said in the Mishnah, just to remind you of the din, we said in the Mishnah that both of them start counting the years of Orla from now because the halacha is, as long as the tree was in the ground, if you had a tree which was 20 years old and you sent a layer under the ground, the layer took its own root, it's not subject to Orla until it snaps off from the tree. Once it snaps off from the tree, even if it's after 10 years, it then starts counting its years of Orla. Um, so now, if the tree gets uprooted, that's as good as the layer being disconnected from its uh, patur, from the tree which, is, uh, which stopped it being, being high of Orla to start with. And therefore now, it starts, it starts its years of Orla, and the main tree as well, which is living off the, off the uh, layer, is also going to have to start counting Orla once again um, now. So the Mishnah explains, what is this expression, it says the Gemara, in fact, what's the expression of uvo What's the expression brecha? So the Gemara says, uvo brecha. First, first opinion is, it's an expression of brecha. Because you've got uh, an extra tree, and therefore it's an expression of brecha. Rabbi Chona B'Shem Rabbi Echanon, he says, uvo brecha. No. He says the word brecha means as it sounds. What exactly the word brecha means? The Pnei Moshe says it's an expression of something new, um, like a brood of birds, a young, young, uh, young bird. Could also, perhaps simpler to explain brecha as an expression of like a, a bending underneath, like a, like a, a knee, it's bent underneath. But either way, it's got its own meaning. It's not, it's not an expression of brecha. Omar Rabbi Mono says Rabbi Mono, Going back to the expression of uvo barocha, he shows us that the word barecha we find in connection with barocha. Because if b'nei nosh, we're at the top of Hayomad base now. If b'nei nosh, shemun barecha, there are people that their name is barecha. Command the omar boi baruch Hashem. Life, we find that with Eliezer, he was told, come in, baruch Hashem, O blessed one of Hashem. His name is Eliezer, and he's called Baruch Hashem. So you see, the expression of Baruch Hashem is used to refer to, to but that was exactly meant to be his name there, something else, but it's referred to as a title for a person, a, a person's title could be Baruch Hashem. And we find that people are called, their name is Barecha. Where does the name Barecha come from? It must be Barecha comes from Baruch Hashem. Well, Baruch Hashem is an expression of Baruch so you see, the brecha is an expression of bracha. 
Rabbi Zeira, Rabbi Yaki, Rabbi Leza, Bishem Rabbi Khanina. Rabbi Zeira and Rabbi Yaki and Rabbi Leza says in the name of Rabbi Khanina. And Rabbi Bo, Rabbi Chia, Rabbi Leza, Rabbi Khanina, Bishem Rabbi Khanina Ben Gamliel. They say in the name of Rabbi Khanina Ben Gamliel. Yalda Shesipakal is the Kena, Tahara Hayalda. This is a very important halakha. If you've got a young tree, just been planted, just started its years of Orla, and you graft it onto an older tree, a ten-year-old tree, then Tahara Hayalda. The young tree literally becomes Tahar. It means it becomes exempt from Orla. This is the thing we've discussed. It becomes exempt from Orla. Omer Rabbi Chiyo Barbo says Rabbi Chiyo Barbo in other words, I don't uproot it in any way. I've got my young tree next to an old tree. I take a branch of the young tree and I graft it into the, into the old tree. Now the young tree is drawing off nutrients from the old tree. It becomes part and part of bottle if you want to the, to the old tree and therefore it is part of Pramor. Omer Rabbi Chiyo Barbo says Rabbi Chiyo Barbo Masnisa Omer Okein that's our Mishnah. Our Mishnah already says this. Says in the Mishnah, Sipuk Kafanin, grafting of vine, Sipuk al Sipuk, if you graft on top of another graft, in order to graft one branch in, and then you graft another branch to the already grafted branch, you continue adding on like that. Avapi, Shehebrichon Ba'oreh, even though you take this now elongated branch, and you layer it into the ground, and therefore eventually at some point, whether it's before the grafting takes root, or whether it's afterwards, but this layer will take its own root in the ground, either way, it is mutter. Now, let's think about this. V'chosh loyma, why are we not worried, we should be worried to say, Shemo hishrisha hayalza achalotis acher, minazakeno. We should be concerned, maybe, the younger tree, the grafted one, in other words, or the grafted branch, maybe it has taken root, maybe that new branch took root in the ground where it was layered, before it actually was misaches, which became a brother, it fused with the older tree. And what would that mean? If that happened, what would that be the equivalent of? Sorry? In other words, a Yaldos, that would be the case of Yaldos, let's think about it. I've got here a branch, which I'm, gonna, I'm, going, to, I'm going to graft onto an older tree. But besides grafting it, I also layer it. Now, when you layer something, eventually, doesn't get under the ground, then it comes up, like, as you said, like a U-shape, eventually it'll spread its own roots. When it spreads its own roots, it's for all intents and purposes, that is a sapling, that's a new tree. What took place first? Did the layer take root? Or did it, did the grafting, did it fuse with the older tree? You don't know. So we're saying like this, for all you know, for all you know, it took root before, in the ground in other words, it took root in the ground, before it fused with the older tree. And that is the case, that's a classic case of a young sapling, which you now, afterwards, after it's already been planted in the ground, you fuse it, you graft it within all the tree, which is next to it. That's exactly the case. And the Mishnah says, oh, don't worry about it, it's not subject to Orla. Why not? 
Elomai, you see that a Yalzoshitzibachol is a Kena, that a young sapling, which is obviously subject to Orla, and it's got next to it a, an older tree, and you graft one branch into the older tree, so now the younger tree is attached to the older tree, it's drawing off the nutrients of the older tree, it becomes bottled to the older tree, and therefore it's not subject to Orla. So it's Dinam of, 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 of Orla, are nifka. They, they, they go away. So therefore, says the Gemara, now we understand. It's irrelevant whether the layering takes root before or afterwards. If it took root beforehand, okay, that's the Yalda Shishibachal Itzkeinah. It became a sapling. Then the grafting fused. That's the Yalda Shishibachal Itzkeinah. So it became subject to Orlov momentarily and whilst it took root. Now it's not subject to Orlov. And if it only took root afterwards, Seemingly, it's even better because it never took root in the ground. It became mother's bottle to the to the older tree. So, of course, it's not subject to oil. I say, of course, but as Hashem will we'll speak um, a little more about this later on in the in the in the, in the, in the shit of the Rama. Maybe today, maybe tomorrow. But uh, for the time being, that, that is the way most most uh, most learn. Okay, so so says the Gemara. Therefore, we've got to prove from our Mishnah that the Yaldash Shemchol is kind. If you take a young sapling, you fuse it, you you graft it onto an older tree, the dinim of Orla <coughs> fly off. Don't don't uh, they drop off the tree? Rabbi Chananya berated Rabbi Hillel. Rabbi Chananya, the son of Rabbi Hillel, he says, no, it's not a raya. Do you know why? Because the Rabbi Yehuda, our Mishnah is going according to Rabbi Yehuda. The Rabbi Yehuda Amar, because Rabbi Yehuda says. He says, I guarantee you, if you take a branch, you layer it, and you fuse it, you, you graft it, the grafting will always take, it'll take a uh, latch on to the grafting before it spreads its own roots. It's a guarantee. Therefore, you've got no right from our Mishnah. Because our Mishnah, therefore, is talking about a case of a branch which is being grafted. And only thereafter it takes root. If it were to have taken root before it grafted, you've got no raya. For all you know, maybe yes, maybe no. But for all you know, I could tell you, if it were to take root beforehand, if it were to be its own tree beforehand, once it's its own tree, it becomes subject to Allah. For all you know, grafting won't help it. It can't become bottom, it's its own tree. Whatever, whether it's thistle, whatever it is, it doesn't work. You can't bring a raya from Amishnah. So again, you wanted to bring a ride from the Mishnah because you're assuming that there's a possibility at least. You'll never know. But maybe it took root. The layering took root before the grafting took, took hold. So in which case that's a sapling which has been planted in the ground which has been grafted in all the tree. And Mishnah says it's not subject to Orlah. Remember, we could be talking about an Even if it's a sophic, it should be, a, it should be subject to Orlah. So the Gemara says, no, it's not a proof. Because we get, this mission is going out of Rabbi Yehuda, and Rabbi Yehuda says, if you, fuse, if you graft something and you layer it, layer it, graft it, it will always, the, the grafting will take, will take root, will take hold much quicker than, the, than spreading the root. So it's not a riot. Rabbi Yehuda, B'Shem, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says in the name of Rabbi Yehuda, Sharoshim Eim Bohem Mamash. The, the, the God change, changes the Gersa, he takes out these words, but what it's clearly saying, this is what all the Mephoshim say, Sharoshim in by Mamish means, 
the root, it doesn't mean the root from the ground, it means the root that it takes with the grafting is aimed by a mamash. It doesn't do anything. He, I wouldn't say claims, he says, Rabbi Yechanan says, grafting does nothing. It does not tutter a tree. If you graft a younger tree to an older tree, aim for head mamash. It doesn't help. It will still be subject to us. What does Shoyesh mean? What does Shoyesh mean? Shoyesh means something which is drawing the nutrients from. They can take root in the ground, it can take root through its branches in another tree. Huh? Um. As I said to you, generally speaking, again with people like the Maharaf, you should know the Maharaf generally goes based on the Rishon. Apparently, it's, I mean, I'm not an expert, but that's, that's what. Uh, and he says, he says that Shoroshim uh, Ainboy Mamush, you won't have on your page, that, that's, that's the thing here. But he says, where does it go? He says, He says, She ain't come there, Sharisha of the Alma. It's just taking root in the other tree, and If you look at the. Um, um, one second. Either way, if you want, if you, whether you learn like that, whether you learn like the same motion, if you're just touching the words slightly differently, but the, the uh, as, as, as you said, if you, if you want, the, the same motion just says, we don't go after the, um, <coughs> yeah, but the problem is you're going to find it very difficult to learn the, the, the rest the rest of the one. Okay, whatever. This, this, this Peshat goes with the wash of the way the God, just the God changes the gift because it's probably because of this problem. And normally you associate Shirashim with the ground. So that's why I've taken the, the Peshat of the, the Mara. And I'll tell you, I believe Rukhain Kanyevsky also learns about this. Yeah. That's, that, that is what he does. Anyway, so Shirashim made by Mamash, he's saying that the fact that it's been grafted doesn't do anything. Whatever way you want to touch those words. So Rabbi Zeira said to Rabbi Yosi, "Did you learn that? Ex- did you hear that explicitly from Rabbi Yechonon? Or you mean she tossed to Amar Rabbi Yechonon? Or did you learn it from his shita? Did you try and deduce it from something which Rabbi Yechonon said? Why? What was that? So Amar Rabbi Yechonon, because Rabbi Yechonon said." The Tony Kane and Sotu has been taught. Hikdish nota. If a person was makdish a tree, and then subsequently he planted it. Now is Hikdish subject to Aurel? 
No, we've already learned. It says lochem lo arelim lo yeochem. It says lochem, not hekdish. So if you're mukdish, you've got a sapling there ready to plant, and you're mukdish it, and then you plant it, it's not subject to arelim. But not but afakar hekdish. But if you plant a sapling and thereafter you make a hekdish, chayav arelim. It's ready chayav arelim. You can't be mafkia that field. Right. A bit like we've seen with uh, if you at the time when a tea or time of planting you think you want it for the fruit and then you decide you want it for a fem, it's still substitorial. Too late, you can't you can't have fruit. The Atun sovereign, so now you decided this is what he's suggesting to Rabbiosi. He's saying, Did you extrapolate that further off your own back and assume that Rabbi Yechon would say the same thing with grafting? Did you assume that? The Atun sovereign, because you thought Neymar to say Hesdush Potter was Kena Potter. That Hekdush is a reason to pass her from Orla. And being attached to an old tree is a reason to be potter from Orla. And therefore we can deduce the same thing. I.e., just like with Hekdush, if you first are Makdush and then you plant it, it's potter from Orla. So do we find with grafting. If you take a branch and you graft it into an older tree, it's potter from Orla. But if, and that's true, so far so good, other than I said maybe this shifted the Ramnam, but that, that's the pastures, fine. But if you were to plant a tree and then make it hectares, it's Chayav and Arla. So, so do you assume the same thing? If you first plant a tree, it first takes root, and then you graft it with another tree nearby, that's not going to pattern it. It's already Chayav and Arla. That's what you. That's maybe where you got your idea from. Sharosha made by a mamash. Grafting doesn't help you. At least if it's already been planted in the ground. You just compared it, contrasted, to hectus, And you assumed it's the same idea. Just like hectus, there's a difference whether you were first muktish and then planted or planted then muktish. So do by grafting. There's a difference whether you grafted before you planted the young, the young sapling or afterwards. But he says that you made a, there was a, a mistake there. And if you did learn it, that you didn't hear explicitly from Rabbi Yechanan, they're not similar. Because, the same concept we've come across before, Hekdush is different. Because Hekdush, With Hekdush, it's fitting to be paid it, to redeem it, and make it Chayev. We'll read with the brackets there. Since it is Fitting, it's possible to literally have machshava, but to be machshiv the tree and to make it chayev. In other words, with hekdush on it's true if you were to be machshiv it first and then plant it, it's possible tomorrow because that's what it says. It's not lochet. But if you first plant it and then you're machshiv it, do you know why the hekdush is not strong enough to be mafkia to remove the chayev of arla? It's because Hektish is not that strong a patur. Because Hektish is not an absolute patur. You remember this concept of Shoresh Potter? It's not a Shoresh Potter. It's not an absolute patur because you could just redeem it and it would be Chaim and Arla again. So since it started out as, as, a, as a sapling of Chodin, it was subject to Arla. And now you've put on like a very weak or medium strength patur. It's not going to be strong enough since anyway I could redeem that hectus and it will be subject to Orla again. So therefore it never becomes potter from Orla. But if Loch Gabi 
But do you have by it, by the concept of a sort of a zokin, a zokin of an old tree, roi rapshay vareho or a chayva, that it's fitting to have machshav on it to be mechayvet, that's not shy. If you've got an old tree, it's already 10 years old, nothing you can do to it will make it chayv in order, unless you uproot it. Then in which case, it's no longer an old tree. It's now a dead branch that you replant it. So therefore, there's nothing you can think and have all the machshav that you want in the world, it will never make it chayv in order. Therefore, the patur of the zakena is a very, very powerful patur. It's an absolute patur. And therefore, it is so strong, that patur, that it can even exempt an already existing chiyuv of, of, of aura. I.e., if I've got a tree which is planted, a new sapling, which has just taken root, and I've just started counting the three years of aura, and then I graft it onto this older tree, this older tree, the patur is so strong of the older tree, that it will completely destroy the Chiyav of Orla from the young sapling. This is what Rabbi Zeira said to Rabbi Yossi. If you try to deduce the din of grafting from the case of Hektosh, that's how you came out with it, then you made a mistake. Hektosh and grafting are two different ideas. By Hektosh, yes, it makes a difference whether you planted it first or you're a Maktoshit first. When it comes to grafting, it makes no difference which way around you did it, whether it took root first, or the grafting took effect first, will make no difference, because the patur of the zakeno, the patur of the grafting is so strong, even if there's already an existing seal of Arla, it will completely nullify it. That's what he said to Continuing on with this, this uh, theme, Rabbi Avohu b'shem Rabbi Yechonon, Rabbi Avohu says in the name of Rabbi Yechonon, Esrog shechonat bishnas Arla, if you've got an esrog tree, and during the years of Orla, the, uh, you've got an esrog on the tree, which literally blossoms. Chanita is the, the... If you want to know, if you, if you get a fruit which comes on a tree, and it's borderline between, let's say, year three or year four, so is it Orla or is it Netaravoy? The rule is we go after Chanota. It comes in, uh, Rosh Hashanah speaks about this. Go after, with a fruit tree, you go after Chanota for Orla. That means, when did the fruit, fruit blossom? Doesn't mean when it's completely ripe. When did it blossom? What exactly is blossoming it sort of first? appears when it blossoms, if it blossoms in year three, it's Ola. If it blossoms in year four, it's natural void. So if I've got an Esther which blossoms in the years of Ola, now I'll read these words, and we'll have to explain what's going on here in a second. The Yotzel Bishnah Tether. And now, it's ready into year four, and it's continuing to grow. But in year four, what I did was, I went along, and I attached it to another tree. I grafted it onto an older tree. Now, we say, Even if this esrog grows, and mushrooms, and mushrooms, and mushrooms, into a nice big whopping esrog, it's still forbidden. Because even though it's growing from a grafted tree, which is obviously not subject to Orla, since it's, being, it's mushrooming from, or growing bigger, something which is also, it doesn't remove the original Issa. Now, you have to explain what's, what's going on here. A little hot to this sukkah is like this. Something which is Orla, 
Something, a fruit which grew in the first three years is always awesome. Okay? It's always awesome. But more than that, if you have, let's say, an, uh, a, a fruit of a tree, an esrit, which blossoms in year three, and it continues to grow, and grow, and grow, it will be subject, that whole thing is all orange. Okay? It's all orange. Yeah? If I have, however, a fruit, an asterisk, which blossoms in the years of orange, and I grafted it onto another tree, and it continues to grow, so let's call, let's say it was 50, it's growing an extra 50%. I've got 100%, so it's doubled in size. Okay? So we'll call the original one, we'll call it part one, and the extra bit which has now grown is part two. What is the status of part two? Is it Orla or is it Hesa? tree, a sapling, which is grafted onto an older tree, the dinim of Orla do not apply. So if I've got an asterisk which is growing during the years of Orla, and I graft it onto an older tree, whatever grew previously is Orla. Once the grafting takes, takes effect, anything which subsequently grows on that, even that same fruit, is Hesa. It's not Orla. Because it grew from the grafted tree. So part one of that fruit is Mutter. Part two is awesome. Problem, however, is you don't know where part one is and where part, part two is. And it's all mixed together. And unless you've got, you see, you're asking 200 times, but even without, we've got this rule, I don't even know if that would help. Ein gidule isur malin isur. What grows from isur is growing on an esur which has got part one somewhere inside it, which is isur. That part two, which is growing on, is growing on to part one, does not get rid of the original isser. Part two, wherever it is, is mutter. But part one will remain in the state of isser, and therefore the whole fruit you can't eat. You can't be mavas of that original isser. That's the rule. Ein gidule isser malin isser. I think even if you do that throughout the time, it wouldn't help you. Ein gidule isser malin isser. Now, the God says, therefore, he takes out the word Vyotsavishnasata. Because he says, what's got to do with Vyotsavishnasata? There's two different concepts, and we must, we must get this absolutely clear, this, this, uh, not to get them confused. If you have a fruit, an esrug, which grew in the years of Orla, and it graft it, it grew part one in the years of Orla. And then in year four, it grew an extra bit, call that part two. What's the status of part two? That's Hesha or it's Orla? I mean, or Nesha Ravoy. Orla or Nesaravoy, part two. Is it Orla or Nesaravoy, part two? No, Orla or Nesaravoy. No, no, not, not, not restart. Oh, well, it's not how you look at it. Again, you had, you had an asteroid which was on a tree. I mean, this is a normal sort of case you have. You have an estrogen growing, growing on your estrogen tree. It blossoms in year one, year two, year, that's a year three. 
And they don't blossom that quickly. So it blossoms in year three. And it then obviously continues to grow in year four. So we'll call the part which grew in year three is called part one. What grew in, part in, in, in uh, year four is part two. Year, p- part one is obviously orange. What's the status of part two? Is it Nataravoy or it's Ori? You'll see the Nakamina later on. So it's on. The, it's the same fruit. Matter, it's the same fruit though, and that fruit blossoms in year three. Yeah, I mean, I, I, exactly what blossom is, I don't know, but uh, whatever is considered kind of. difference between grafting, the tour of grafting and the, so to speak, tour of year four. Year four will only create a, a state of netarabai on new fruit, something which blossoms in year four. Something which has already blossomed in the first three years will remain order, and anything which grows onto that fruit will still also be order. But what I graft, if I graft and then an extra bit, bit grows on that fruit, that fruit will now have a mixture of part one is orla and part two, which is actually completely mutter. Okay? So, with that introduction, go back to Agamara. The Gaon says, the Yotta Bishnah's head has got nothing to do with it. It's low mile of an because if it's the Yotta Bishnah's head, it's already year four, year five, whatever it is, it's irrelevant. Since it's growing onto the original fruit, it's still orla. So what's that got to do with it? Someone say it's either or, if you want to read it, I think the way to read it would be that, I mean, one of the ways I did see somebody um, at the back, I think it was Maha, I mean, it's Rosh Tev, it's Moshe Asper, not Moshe Asper, for, for, for somebody, I don't, I don't remember exactly who it is. Um, you could read it like this. It blossoms in the years of Arla, the Yom Mishnah Seta. It's even already into year four. Not that it helps you. And on top of that, the Sipka La I've got, I mean, you may think I have like a double double uh, bonus here. It's, re- it's, not, it's, it's already year four. As you said, that's not really going to help because it's the same fruit growth. But the Sitka da what I did do is, I, um, what do you call it today? I uh, grasped it onto another tree. Now this will make no difference whether I did it in year four or year three. What grafts, grafting it on, I feel a most of come on, even if it adds on a lot now. So part two, it's very big, Still, also, the whole fruit is, uh, sorry, not the whole fruit, I mean, yes, the whole fruit, but you can't eat that fruit. There's no, not shy of fittle. Because what grows onto a fruit, which, onto part one, which is obviously is also, that proper order, will not be mavatel the iter, will not be, now the part two cannot be mavatel part one. That's, that's why I said before, no, I don't think so. No. It doesn't seem even, even 200, it wouldn't be possible, it shouldn't be 200, or less 200. So says the Gemara, that implies, Hoyalda Shesipaka, remember this is Rabbi Yechon I'm speaking, so the Mephoshim point out, so you see, I think it's Chaim Kanievsky point out, so you see, this is Rabbi Yechon I'm speaking, so we're going to now be Medai something. 
Hayalda specifical to her Hayalda. That implies to us that if I take a young sapling and I graft it on to a, an older tree, what's the status of the younger tree? Any fruit which grows now, a new, what's going to be the status of that tree? It is Orla, it's not Orla. Young sapling, grafted onto an older tree, not subject to Orla. How do I know that? Because in Tamar Lotar, because if you say that grafting does nothing, like Rabioti claims in the name of Rabbi Yechanan, grafting does nothing. It won't help you. If it's its own tree, it will remain Orla. So in which case, Afidun Lotar Kamal, they changed the gate, the God changed the gate, but when, even if you don't change the Gita, it's clear what the Gemara is saying. Afidu Meitzit Kamal, also. If grafting does nothing, grafting does nothing, so then why do you say, do you know why this fruit is also in our case? What was our case again, just to remind you? I had an Esther which blossomed in year three. And then I grafted it. So we said, ah, when you may say, I grafted it. No, it's not going to help you. You know why? Because part two, right? Remember, part two is what grew after the part two of the fruit is what grew after the grafting. That's not going to be mavatel part one. What do you mean it's not going to be mavatel part one? If grafting does nothing, what should it say? What's the status of part two? If grafting does nothing, what would be the status of part two? Shmiyarlo, it's itself. The expression. Do you know why you can't have this esrog? Is the reason why you can't have it is because part two is a man in esrog. It won't be mavato part one. What do you mean it won't be mavato? That implies to me that part two is the esrog in, in and of itself is muta. Part one is orlov, and part two can't be mavato part one. So that tells me that grafting does actually help. Just in this case, it won't help because you've already it can't be mavato part one. But if grafting does nothing then the reason why you can't have this esrog is not because part two won't be Mavasa part one. It's because part two is as author as part one. Part one is Orla, part two is Orla. Yeah? So the fact that you don't say that, you say that part two, a Malin, can't be Mavasa part one, that tells me that grafting does help, just not in this fruit. So we see from here, this Rabbi Yechonon who said the statement originally, we see from here that grafting a young sapling onto an older tree does help, and it's mafkia the isurim of Or. So the Gemara asks, though, it's going to come to a question in a second, Rabbi Zi'ira of the Shem Rabbonin, Rabbi Zi'ira says in the name of the Rabbonin, you think it's, uh, okay, anyway, so, if you have an Esrug which blossoms in the years of Orla, the Yotso and now it's gone out into year, it's now year four, it's continuing to grow. Now the God and, and the others, including Rabchaim goes along with this, so I'm, I'm going I'm to suggest a chart, you can keep the ghost in a second. But, he did, he did graft it, he didn't graft it. Whatever, let, you know what, for, to make it massive easy for the time being, we'll take out the words of Sifkala Khabira. I want to suggest Shat soon that you can keep the game for the Sifkala Khabira. But it's already year four, and it's continuing to grow. Afiru Motif Kamal, 
even if it adds on a lot, also it will be forbidden. And not only that, loikin olov, the kazayas. If a person ate that fruit, the kazayas of that esther, he'll get malted for it. So the Gemara asks, Omer Rabbi Miyasha, the Rabbi Zeira, Taisen Minen Afton Omrin, Rabbi Miyasha asked Rabbi Zeira, he said, you've said two alochas here, the inun, peligin, and seemingly, they argue one another. The inun, peligin, chaza, chaza. And one argues on the other. Hocha aftan omrin, on the previous case, the first case you said, she'en gidule isur malin esur Do you know what the problem is? You know why you can't have this esur? Because part two is not the last of part one. But implying part two is alright, in and of itself. The Hocha Asen Omrin, and here you're saying, Loikin Olov the Kazayit. That if you have a Kazayit of this Esther, you'll get Malchus. Why? The Yilokin Afi Cheshven Shiyesh Boy. If you're telling me that what grows the Heter is actually Heter, just because you can't be the Isser, part two can't be Mavasa part one, so if I have a Kazayit of this Esther, we should say, well, let's be fair here. If I had one Kazayat, so part one and part two are obviously mixed up. You don't really know where part one and part two are. So I should say 50% of it was Isser, and 50% of it was Heter. Why should I get a Kazayat then? Uh, well, why should I get Malkus? I didn't have a Kazayat of Isser. Yeah? That makes sense? Oh, but the Gemara says in, in fact, it, as it happens, it, 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 it's Shishas Rabbi Yerman, if I remember correctly, him often. He says it's only by Nozim. The Gemara then deduces that one, maybe one or two other means, but Hesem itself it doesn't apply to many cases. But uh, no, it's, it's a def- definitely a, a fair step. I mean, unless you would have said that this, uh, this discrete, that, that isn't the answer. That isn't going to be the answer. Um, is, is the problem, is the problem uh, understood there? Yeah? I've got two statements here. One, basically, the underlying difference seems to be that in statement number one, you're suggesting that part two is not actually also. It's just, it's not strong enough to be Mavasa part one. Okay? Because I grafted the sapling onto an older tree. So therefore, what grew afterwards is actually had, so part two is had, so just it can't be Mavasa the first part of the fruit. But in the second statement, it sounds like part two is actually also. Despite the fact that it grew in a time, we'll say in a time of Heta, it grew in year four. It grew in year four. So part two is growing in year four. It sounds like it's actually also. And therefore, if I eat the Kazayas of this Esther, it doesn't matter whether I'm eating the Kazayas made up of part one, part two, both. It doesn't make a difference. It's all also. What's going on here? The, the question? Oh. So the Gemara answers, Oma Rabbi Yoyna. Answers Rabbi Yoyna, Kan machmas atzmai huchai, the kan machmas hasifuku. What does that mean? One is talking about, kan over here is talking about machmas atzmai huchai. It's living literally because of itself. The kan, and in the other case, machmas hasifuku, it's living because of itself drawing its nutrients off 
be grafted. In other words, it's like this. this, this is, if you go with the gates of the Gaon so far, as I said in the second case, take out the word Sipkala Chavira. The Chilak is like you said beforehand. In case number one, what was part two? How did part two uh, form? Because I grafted it. Correct? Grafting is a Ptur. It removes the Isabara. So part two is absolutely Mutter. Absolutely Mutter. Because part two forms because of the grafting. That's Mahmas Hasipokuchai. It's living because of the grafting. In the second case, we're not talking about grafting. We take out those words, the Sifka Lachavera. The second case is talking about that it. The second case is talking about what? That it. What happened? Stump. It grew in year four. And Esther, which blossomed in year three. Year four, it continues to grow. What's the status of part two? It's awesome. Why? Because it's growing, it's mushrooming off the original estrogen. And it's really drawing its nutrients from the same tree, from the same fruit. It doesn't have a new source. And therefore, it's going to be Oron just like part one. That's the difference. Okay? Exactly like, exactly like we said in the introduction. There's a difference between whether it continues to grow in year four or the is because it's been grafted. There's a difference between the two cases. Now that we've said that, I'd like to suggest that we don't have to take out any words. You can have Yotza B'Shanath in both cases and you can have the Sitka Rachavir in both cases. Do you know what the difference is? The Gemara asks, it's an absolute contradiction here. You've got exactly the same cases. One case you say you get malsis, and the other case you say ain't uh, Do you know what the answer is, says the Gemara? We're going to see this, this idea. The idea has already been introduced in the mission. Sometimes when you graft something, the grafting doesn't do very much. If you have a tree which is planted, and you graft it onto another tree, it depends on how strong tree number two is. If tree number two reestablishes the mission with Pechora, it's a very weak tree, it doesn't really draw, any, draw very much off the second tree. It's still living off its original root. If, however, the tree number two is very strong, so I've got a small sapling here, and I've got a massively strong tree which I've grafted it to, so where, where's it really drawing its nutrients from? Definitely from the second tree. Attached to it. No, it's from the second tree. We'll see in the Gemara there is a way of knowing which one it is, still to come. But uh, with, a, with a strong tree, the Gemara says it's poshet that it uh, uh, draws from the second one. The Ica, I'm not saying it doesn't get anything from the other thing, but it's Ica, Ica says it's from the second tree. So therefore, that's the answer to the Gemara, poshet. The Gemara says, what's going on here? You've got exactly the same case, year four, and you grafted it. And one case you say it's absolutely off. So the other case you say it is, it's uh, no, it's ain't has uh, ain't So it's a it depends. Is it growing from the grafting, or is it growing off itself in year four? The original case number one 
was, yeah, fine, it, it was growing in year four. Year four is, not, is nothing to do with it. It was grafted. And the grafting was a proper, strong grafting. It's drawing off the grafting. That's its main shield. So, of course, grafting is an absolute pattern. And therefore, part two of this, of this fruit is absolutely mutter. What's the problem? Part two can't be mavasal, part one. Okay, you won't get Malchus having its diet. Because that kazayat is made up of hetar and esok. You can't eat that fruit, you shouldn't be eating it, but there won't be, there won't be a Malchus for it. Masha'enkin, in the next case, what are we talking about? It was already in year four, and I grafted it. The Gemara is saying, even though you grafted it, it won't help you. Because this grafting was very weak. And therefore, it's, since it's so weak, its main source of chiyas is from itself. The grafting isn't doing very much. It may be getting very, uh, a, a minimal amount of chiyas from the grafting. It's getting nothing, obviously. It's not, it's not. Its main source of chiyas is from itself. Therefore, it's as good as any fruit which has blossomed in year three, has continued to grow in year four, and the status of part two of that fruit is, it is, Hold on, that's our boy. Okay? Either way, what's come out is, that's a suggestion how we can keep the gears there and therefore it fits fine. But either way, what, what is clear from this Gemara is, if you've got fruit, and this is, this is our offer, if you've got fruit which blossomed near year three, that fruit is absolutely oral. Doesn't that? It will be absolutely oral no matter how big it grows, the whole fruit is oral. And if a person has a desire that, it will be high marked. If, however, you've got a fruit which blossomed, it's already blossomed, it's already started forming, and then I graft it, then you have a fruit which is part itso, part mutta, but you can't have it because it will never be bitter. That's not enough. Therefore, there won't be multiple for a but you shouldn't be eating that fruit. Finishes off the Gemara. Mayata, from now, we can come out with an interesting case. Esrug shechonat fishnas orla. If you've got an esrug which blossoms in the year of orla. Now, this little bit here, by the way, they, they play around with the girsa slightly. We'll go, to keep the girsa, we're going to go with the, the pshat of, uh, it's called Seif and Nir. One of one of them, it's printed sort of in these new Gemaras. Um, I've noticed Rukhain Kanevsky also seems to go with this. I mean, that's where I think he got it from. Um, and it goes like this. Me'ata esrug shechonat vishnas orla. From now, an esrug which blossoms in the year of orla. The Yotza Bishnat Heta, and it's gone into year four. The Sipaka and you attach it to another tree. The Chain Chavero Sipaka there. And what you do is you attach the other tree to this one. So basically, what you've got is you've planted two saplings at the same time. And both of them, their efforts blossom in year three. Now it comes to year four. And if I left them as, as they are now, what would happen to those Esrogen? What would be the status of this, the, those Esrogen? They, they would be absolutely oral. Absolute oral. No matter how big they grow, they're going to be oral. But what I do is, I've got an idea. I, I uh, graft tree one onto tree two, and I graft tree two onto tree one. Yeah? So each tree is grafted onto a tree which is no longer subject to Oryx. It's already year four. Yeah? So what's going to be the din of, of, each, of these fruits? So Tiharu's there, there. 
Each tree has been Matthias, Chelek 2, part 2 of the Esrogim of the other tree. Again, I have here two trees, two saplings. And the Esrogim on each tree blossom in year 3. Obviously, that's part 1 of the Esrogim. If I were to leave it, the Esrogim will continue to grow. We'll call that part 2 of each Esrogim. It's obviously going to be absolutely or- absolute order. If I take his eyes to that, it will be Chayav Master. But what I do is, doesn't help that much because it's still also, but it at least saves from the Malchus, I suppose. What I do is, I take a branch of tree one and I graft it onto, onto tree two. Now, tree two is already four years old, it's ready into the fourth year, which means now it's Nether Avoid. It's not Orla. And I do the same, I graft a branch from tree two onto tree one. Tree one is also not subject to Orla. So that means part two of each estrog now, which grows, is growing as a result of the grafting. Obviously, uh, based on what we said before, it's got to be the grafting is, is good and strong. So in which case, part two of each estrog, it sounds like a funny situation. The part two of each estrog will be, or no, Nesaravoy, will be Nesaravoy. Sorry? Why don't you say that before? Just oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's, 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 that, that's what I just said before. It doesn't help you that much. It doesn't mean you can eat those estrogens. It doesn't mean Tiaru is there to say it means completely tired and you can eat these estrogens. It means there won't be any mountains to eat. Tiaru is there to say it means part two will not be uh, order. And if I wait till year five to do it, in other words, I left it in year, they blossomed in year three, so it's order. It continued to grow in year four. And then in year five, I attached them. So, the part two now will actually be not Orla, when we Nasser Avoy, it will be absolutely Musa. Again, as you said, if you eat it, you're not allowed to eat it, because Ain't Gedudah Issa Man in the Torah, Man in the Issa. I suppose another afternoon would be if you were to hold, and we don't pass on this, if you were to hold the Gedudah Issa Man in the Torah, there could be a possible Nasser for that. We don't pass on that. Yeah? The way we pass on is Ain't Gedudah Issa Man in the Torah, and it's a bit of a funny, funny situation, says the Gemara, but that's what comes out. If you were to leave them to grow, they're both exactly as old as each other, it would be absolutely older. But by grafting one onto this one and this one onto this one, what I'm actually doing is I'm creating a bit of a, I mean, if you, it's, it's a bit of a, excuse the pun, a bit of a loophole sort of thing, but it's um, to, to, get your, to get yourself out on the second part, as you said, only the second part of the fruit uh, to get it out of the sea of, of, uh, of um, Orlok. Should I leave it there, I think? Yeah. Leave it there, good.